You are listening to the sermons of Mission Hills United Methodist Church. We are a reconciling congregation in San Diego, California, who believes in loving God by loving all, connecting faith and community through worship and serving others. To find out more about our worship community, visit us at our website at missionhillsumc.org. Thanks for listening. Today's scripture comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 16, verses 13 through 20. Now, when Jesus came into the district of Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say that the son of man is? And the disciples said, some say John the Baptist, but others Elijah, and still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. Jesus said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my God in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Then he sternly ordered the disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. The word of God for God's people. Thanks be to God. Have you ever had what I would call a God moment? It's a moment where you very clearly experience the presence of God through something you do or something you experience. One of the most profound God moment experiences that I've ever had, it stuck out for me after reading the scripture passage. I was a volunteer at the camp that I grew up at in Alaska, and we were at our staff training before the campers arrived. The dean for the week was the district superintendent for Alaska named Carlo. Carlo was giving us an overview of his intention for the week, and he requested that we go down to the campfire to do it. Instead of going into rules and regulations like I've done with deans in the past, Carlo started talking about holy ground. This is holy ground, he said, quoting scripture from the story of Moses at the burning bush while gesturing his hands out to all of creation in front of our eyes. At one point, he asked us to take our shoes off and to start to walk around. He wanted us to feel that holy ground on our feet, in our bodies. And so we did it. As I started to walk around, I felt the moisture of the dirt after a hard rain that morning. I felt the roughness of the rocks that were surrounding the fire. I felt the muck on the edge of the lake as I dipped my toes in the water. A few minutes later, we sat back down and Carlo invited us to imagine, to imagine this week as a week of encountering and really feeling the holy ground that is before us. If we really want to live into this Jesus thing, we can't just say the words. We also have to feel it in our bodies. What is something that you do that helps connect your brain to your body? 
that helps you live out the things that you think. I personally take a lot of walks. It's it's a way that that I clear my head and that I ground myself in what's important, not the the words on a screen, but how I'm living out the things that I believe. To me, my walks are a sign of the divine. They're God moments. They're reminders of God's creation and God's call for me to live my life like Jesus. The idea of embodiment, the idea of connecting our hearts and our minds, our brains and our bodies, it's at the heart of our scripture from Matthew today. Jesus set the scene at the beginning of the passage by asking his disciples who they think that the Son of Man is. The Son of Man is an interesting phrase in the Bible. It's a little bit controversial, and it speaks to Jesus's humanness. It indicates a relationship to the disciples and to all people, a connection, a common ground. The disciples For some reason, they don't really know how to answer the question that was posed, who the Son of Man is. Either that or Jesus didn't really like any of the answers that they gave to him. Jesus then asks another question to the disciples. Who do you say that I am? Well, this time Peter gives the right answer for Jesus, responding, You are the Messiah, Jesus, the Son of the living God. Messiah means the one that we need. And so that phrase as a whole, it indicates that Jesus, the one who comes from God, is the one that we need. The question that Jesus asked wasn't really about his own identity, but it was about ours, our identity. I want to ask you, who do you describe Jesus to be? What word or words would you use to describe who Jesus is to you? This is a passage about identity. Who we are because of who Jesus is. Because of Jesus, we are, period. Our identity is what it is because of who Jesus is. And that is powerful. And then because of Jesus, because of who Jesus is, because of who we are, because of Jesus, because our identity is transformed because of who Jesus is, we are called to act on that. Because our identity is transformed because of Jesus, we are called to act on that. At the end of our passage today, it said that Jesus sternly ordered the disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. Confusing, right? Because we just talked about how powerful and foundational our identity in Christ is. And now Jesus is not just telling, but ordering his disciples sternly, not to reveal him as the Messiah. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But as we dig deeper, it becomes more clear. When I think of the identity of Christ, who Jesus was and is, when I would think of words to describe him, I wouldn't use passive words. 
To me, Jesus isn't only kind or helpful or good. He is all those things, but that doesn't really cut it for me. I'd more accurately describe him as powerful, as miracle worker, as sacrificially loving. Because the identity of Christ is active. Not only Christ's actions himself, but our identity in Christ is active too. So this order that Jesus gave to the disciples, that they couldn't tell anyone he was the Messiah, we should be putting the emphasis on the word tell. Because it's not that Jesus didn't want people to know who he was. It was just that he wanted it to be revealed through action first. He wanted them to show who Jesus was first. Who do you say that I am? Jesus asked. His question, it was actually more than a question. It was, it was an invitation. An invitation to embody Jesus in our own lives, actively proclaiming our faith like Jesus did. Jesus wanted his disciples and he wants us to be the church the church that is at work in the world, responding to the needs of the world. Jesus wants for us to heal people, to pray for people, to help people, to be in relationship with people, all kinds of people. And this, Jesus says, is how the Messiah, the one that we need, should be revealed. So again, the identity of Christ, it's active. It's not just a way of naming who Jesus was, like slapping a label or a name tag on a person. It's an invitation to act, to go beyond our words and to lean into our works, to make the works fundamental. It's a way of showing who Jesus is, and instead of simply telling people, we do something about it. And when we can show that, when we can show who Jesus is, we proclaim and we affirm and we reaffirm our faith again and again. When we act the way that Jesus acted by showing up for people, we in turn experience joy too because we are living out our faith through our actions. Today, I want to invite us to affirm our faith here, in this space, whatever space you find yourself in. This may feel like a vulnerable thing to do, even if it's just you and your headphones, to tell your community to speak for yourself, to yourself, out loud, how you will share your identity in Christ. But I would challenge you to do that today, knowing that many more of us are standing beside you doing the same thing, proclaiming the same identity in Christ. So the question for you is how will you proclaim your faith today? In the United Methodist Church, we are asked to proclaim our faith often through baptism, through communion, through confirmation, through membership. When we proclaim our faith, we are making a commitment. We are committing to the truth that Jesus means something to us, 
so much so that we feel led or called to do something about it so that others know about this amazing figure in our lives, Jesus Christ. Even virtually, we are called to profess our faith and to make that commitment in our community. Here are some ways you might be able to actively proclaim your faith. You could write a letter to a local official. You could send a card to someone living alone. You could make a meal for a neighbor and drop it off at their doorstep socially distanced. You could Google action steps for insert cause that's important to you here and then do that action step. You could call a friend. You could hang a sign on your window or make a banner. You could join an organization you care about. You could join this church. You could commit to volunteering somehow. We talk a lot about helping people, about loving people. And while that is great, it's not specific. And just like telling people that Jesus is the Messiah, it's often less powerful than actually doing that work and making it specific, than showing people that Jesus is the Messiah. I'm guilty of this. I will admit that. I talk a lot about loving people but it's so much more powerful to instead commit to that specific action. And so my action, the thing that I'm committing to today is to create videos for people experiencing religious trauma. That's an action that follows Jesus's action. It's also one that I'm passionate about and one that I feel called to do. And so I'm committing to that today here in this space because it calls me to follow through. And because I'm naming it here in this community, I'm accountable to actually doing it, to showing who Jesus is through my specific action. And that is what I'm asking you to do today. So how will you commit to proclaiming your faith today? Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel was interviewed about his 1965 voting rights march from Selma to Montgomery with Dr. Martin Luther King. They asked Rabbi Heschel if he had time to pray while he was there. And he answered famously, I prayed with my feet. As we leave this place, may we see our faith as an embodied practice, a practice that requires action, a practice that calls us deeper and deeper the more that we act. May we affirm our faith like Jesus ordered his disciples to affirm it, not through words, but through action first. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's sermon. Be sure to follow us on our social medias and check out our website for more information on what goes on in this faith community. Have a wonderful day and know that you are loved.